Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We're here to plug you into the world of professional wrestling. I'm your co-host and podfather, Krusty, and I'm here with the world-famous running bum, Fisher. <laughs> oh, God, the nickname's got to change. I should be Fax Fisher or something after the other day. Tell me Fax I don't know. Fisher? I don't know Fax, why. I'm Fax Fisher is, is, Fax, is Fax good. Fisher. Yeah. How about we call you Filer Fax Fisher? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I'm still not happy with the nickname. And I'm also here with our very own Skidmark Teenies. <laughs> and the crown jewel of Recharge Wrestling. <laughs> the crown jewel. The crown jewel, yeah. So, today we have lots we're going to be discussing. Uh, some of the stuff that we usually go over, the usual events of the week in, uh, in wrestling, but also some spicy extras. So a quick rundown of what we're going to be doing. We're going to be talking about NXT first here. We're flip, flipping it on its head. Usually we discuss NXT last, but here we go. We're starting with NXT, and that is because this weekend is NXT War Games, and we're actually going to be predicting um, what we think the results are going to be for this weekend's NXT pay-per-view, which isn't actually a pay-per-view, but it feels no, it like is. it. It is a pay-per-view. Is it a pay-per-view? Yeah, it is a pay-per-view. It's just not TakeOver anymore. Oh, okay. Change the well, name. There we go. At what? What's the name, Fisher? What's the name of the pay-per-view? Just NXT War Games. There we go. We hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> then we're going to go and talk on about Raw. We're going to then talk about SmackDown, and we're going to finish up with AEW, followed by our favourite segment, Skid Marks. <laughs> so, would you one of you like to take us away with NXT? Yeah, I can start if you want. Yeah, go for it, Fish. So let's talk about the opening match to start with. So we had the two ladder matches as traditional before War Games, which I'm glad they've kept to that, by the way, because NXT 2.0 has been kind of different to the old NXT, but they've kept the traditional um, ladder match to decide who gets the advantage, um, which they've always done. And I think the right, they picked the right people in these matches, um, although actually the public picked the men's get match. But the women's match was um, Kaylee Ray and Dakota Kai, um, and they had an absolute banger of a match. Um, a really good ladder match. Won by Kaylee Ray to give the uh, faces the advantage, which I didn't really expect, actually. I thought Dakota would win. But yeah, great match, I thought, guys. What were your thoughts on the, on the match? Yeah, I thought this... Um, it's, it's early doors, but I think this might be match of the week, this one. I thought this was brilliant, Dakota Kai, Kaylee Ray. Um, loved it. Very good choice having Dakota Kai in this, because I think any of the other three might have struggled in a one-on-one ladder match, potentially. 
Um, maybe not, you know, maybe they'd have been fine. But um, yeah, I think Dakota Kai, Kaylee Ray, the perfect two women to go at this. And uh, I think also, I think it's also the right call in terms of who won. Because it's, it's quite easy to just always give the hills the advantage. It's, it's quite, um, yeah. I, I guess you can't always do that. And is Kaylee Ray even a face? Like she's a bit. In between. No, she's on the That's face. That's what I've been thinking. She's yeah, she's sort even of even like putting... Io Shirai. I can. I will get to it when we do our preds, but you could see Kaylee Ray. It's quite good that it's not like um, it's not heel face. In it. I know you've got uh, Gonzalez, who you basically got as a as a bit of a baby face, but yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I think this was a fantastic match. It's so good to have uh, ex NXT UK superstars shining so bright. Um, on the NXT roster. I think Kaylee Ray is going to go all the way up, uh, really enjoy her matches. And I, I agree, they were definitely the right two people to put in this match. Um, I'm a big fan of Dakota Kai, and I think these two should definitely be in the title picture at some point. Um, there was an awesome segment on the steps. I'm not sure what sort of move it was, but it looked like a reckoning um, outside the ring uh, onto the steps. I just thought it was insane. Um so yeah, a couple of real talents and so so nice to have a really fire match right before the, the big event. Yeah, it was brilliant. I, I even quite like the um the, the finish for this match where Dakota Kai kind of des- decided to do a double foot stomp off a ladder rather than collect the briefcase that, for the advantage. I, I kind of that was the only kind of match I didn't really like, just purely well, because I it's stupid kinda, when someone doesn't want to win. <laughs> yeah, but I think it kind of goes with her her personality moments. A bit. I guess like, so. She, she's she's a bit yeah. split and she's got she's a bit crazy, and I think that's it. Kind of goes with 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 with, with her character. So I I quite liked it. Uh, yeah, I, I suppose if if Kay, if Kaylee Ray had done it, it would have been worse. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I, I think yeah. Dakota Kai is the only person who could have done that finish personally. Yeah. That's what yeah. I think. I just don't, I just don't matches. like it because you get that in most ladder matches where someone can win and they don't. <laughs> um, yeah. It's just an overdone spot, really. Well, um, also, we didn't get too many. I'm not saying we didn't get any, but we didn't get too many slow ladder climbs in this match either. Le- less, less than usual, anyway. Usually, the uh, ladder match is filled with slow ladder climbs. Think... It's the only way to build suspense for this match. There wasn't too many. Yeah, I think it's better it's when good. there's one. It's a one-on-one ladder match because you don't do that as much. When you've got like eight people, I feel like every person has to climb the ladder at least once. So you get like yeah eight eight slow ladder climbs. Whereas when it's a one-on-one match, they don't do as many. I, I think that that is a difference. Um, yeah, you're probably right. We also yeah. had a pretty good brawl at the start. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah kicking off the show, wasn't it? That was cool. That was awesome. I liked that. That was a good old brawl. Yeah, I enjoyed chaos. that. Ka- uh, NXT's known for its kind of chaotic. Um, rules and stuff as well. So I, I, this felt like a lot of a lot of the stuff on this show kind of felt like the old NXT, and that's probably why I liked it. Um, there was a lot of stuff on here that felt there was still some new stuff on there, of course, but um, and new roster members. But a lot of the booking of it felt like the old NXT. And for sure, you're getting dangerously close to a segue here to the main event, which was old NXT, the new NXT. Oh yeah, one breaker, Johnny Gargano. We got. Again, this one actually wasn't as long, this one. It was quite a short ladder match um, in comparison, I felt. I, I, I felt. Um, but again, I think it's the right two people to be in it. Really intriguing matchup, Ron Breaker, Johnny Gargano. We haven't even seen them interact, really. Yeah, um, I, I thought they were going to pick Carmelo and Johnny, and we've already kind of seen that. So I was thinking, oh, we're just going to get that. I actually, but- thought, we, I actually thought we'd get Champa Carmelo. That's what I thought we'd get, personally. 
That would, yeah. that, that would, if, if we were predicting who it was going to be. I yeah, the two champs that. as well could have been that. Yeah. Um, but I thought this was cool. And uh, again, Bron Breaker is a star. We say it all, every week, but he's up against Gargano and he looks completely in the right place, I, I think. Bron Breaker's an absolute star and he has to be the next NXT champion, I think. He, yeah, I think he looks really good. Strength to strength. It'll be interesting to see how strong he's booked in war games as well. Because quite often in war games, again, we'll get to it when we get to Preds, but they often um, will have a challenger pin a champion in the, as like the deciding pool. Yes, in they've done that with um, they did it with, Rhea Ripley and Shayna Baszler. Yeah, well, they also did it with Raquel and Io Shirai last year yeah. as well. Yeah, I remember it's happened a couple of times in the women's matches in particular. Yeah, so um, they, they do like doing it. So it'd be interesting to see if Breaker pins Champa or something, or, you know, who knows what could happen, but it'd be interesting to see how they book him on Sunday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, well, I thought, I thought he really delivered in this match. I was a little bit, you know, I was glad to see it because I was, we haven't seen Breaker beat Champa and I thought, uh, Gargano, sorry, and I thought it would be a good match. But I was a little bit nervous because the last match he had, he did make, he did have a couple of botches. Um, mm. But I thought he really delivered here. There were some really good power spots. Um, and I thought the, the the clash of styles here worked really, really well because Johnny was kind of flying around the ring like he does. Just a brilliant wrestler as well. Um, and uh, Bron Breaker was kind of countering that with his strength and power um, and using the ladder as a weapon and things like that more. So, yeah, I thought it worked really well. And I think the right team definitely won in this one. I think the, the heels had to win in this one. Um, and Brombreaker beating Johnny makes complete sense to me. Um, just a side note, I don't know if anyone's seen the, the promo. In fact, I, th- I think I sent it to you, Keeney. I, I didn't send yeah. it to you, Krusty, because you hadn't watched NXT at the time, but the fu- uh, the babyface is cut a fire promo. Um, yeah, led, led by LA Knight, wasn't it? Led by LA Knight, who was really? fantastic in it. Yeah, no, I'll send so you I'll, sh- I'll show you it after. Now. Yeah, I'll sh- I'll, well, you can, I mean, you can watch it whenever, but I'll, st- I'll send you a link afterwards and... Uh, yeah, it's all of them cut a little bit of a promo, but it's mainly LA Knight, and it's it's really really good. Oh, I need to see that then because I, I love LA Knight. Yeah. If you, so- if you forget to send me some again, it'd be me and you in the War Games. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just the fact you hadn't watched it yet, so I, was, I couldn't. <laughs> I didn't want to spoil it for you because it confirmed that they'd lost the match, so I didn't want to send it to you. I appreciate your care, your caring. <laughs> um, any, any more yeah. thoughts on that match? Not for me. I don't know about you, Krusty, but we, we no, can no, we covered everything, everything. Yeah, I, I really like Breaker and yeah. Gargano. I've loved him for ages. So yeah, Gargano is the best. So we have um, our tag title matches set up. We had Carla yeah. Riley von Wagner beat Legado del Fantasma, um, which was okay. Um, I mean, we 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 got another Zion Quinn involvement with Legado. Um, yeah, during this, and again, the double team move by Kyle and Von is all right. It's nothing special. I, I'm, I'm not quite sold on this tag team yet. Honest with you, Kyle and Von. Um, I actually kind of want to see Von Wagner on his own. To honest with you, I'm not quite. Yeah, sure. I think I agree with that. I want them as a tag team. They don't, they don't seem to fit at all. And I know they do this oddball tag team sometimes, but this one just doesn't work for me. No, it only works if they're like, to me, they've got to be very charismatic. Like you can have Orton and Riddle because Riddle is so funny and Orton's so the other way. Well, you also that, yeah. that works perfectly. Riddle works done so and well. Riddle Thatcher as well. Just Riddle with anyone. Yeah, Riddle's very good at that because he's <laughs> very charismatic. But Kyle's kind of not that charismatic. His thing is he's a great wrestler. Mm. And Von Wagner's not been 
shown much personality so far. So I feel like it's just kind of boring. Um, there was so, one yeah. thing he did after the match, which actually niggled me slightly. I was like, what mm. is this? He, they were talking to Imperium. Um, I don't think it was straight after. It was a little bit later. And um, Von Wagner called Imperium dumbasses. And it oh, was yeah. it just, it was as if he was like, just trying to just like come out of a word for no reason at all. It like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, we're facing you, you dumbasses. It's like, well, what was the point in that? Like, I was like, that was, it just looked so awkward. Mm. You could just imagine Kyle O'Reilly just like going off camera and be like, oh my, why did he say that? Yeah, it's um, used to Adam Cole like being by his side, saying, "Yeah, cutting like, great promos." And you got Von Wagner doing this. <laughs> He's like, yeah. "I don't know what to say, dumbass." <laughs> this and match the itself was okay. Like, what are you on about? <laughs> yeah, the match itself I thought was all right. Imperium better destroy him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought the match itself was fine. Um, I, I thought it was better once they got the distractions out of the way of Zion Quinn, because um, at the start it was just all about that Zion Quinn mm. and Electro Lopez on the outside. Um, once they had gone, the match was all right, actually. Um, the, the problem I mean, is, I, I think I'm more into Zion Quinn v Escobar than I am this tag team title match, unfortunately. <laughs> I think I'd rather have seen that at the pay-per-view than... I'm into Zion Quinn v Electra Lopez more than, uh, <laughs> more than the tag team match. But they, they keep flirting. <laughs> That's what they're teasing. <laughs> <laughs> they keep flirting. That's what it feels like that, that the match should be at the moment. Santos, all right, they did have a bit of a brawl, but really... That's who the storyline's about. That's what you want. Sometimes Fisher, when you have a feud, Fisher, Fisher. when you have a feud and it's about two people, that's who you want the match to be between. Always and that's taking who the raunchy feud. route. No, but it's like it's like the Fisher it's like it on SmackDown with you can't yeah. help it, can you? <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's just NXT though. It's all it's everything's revolves around it on this show. Um. <laughs> so I want to bring up on that note. Yeah, I want to bring up. Um, again. There may not be much to say on any of these three, but there was three. Again, we saw one of them last week, Tiffany Stratton. She had another rich promo where she was not sold on this. um, We also had two others. One right at the end, Draco Anthony, which again, I don't don't think Draco Anthony gave too many new people at once. Yeah, but the other one we got to see wrestle was um, Edris Anofe, who wrestled against Solo Sokoa. And then we had Boa come out, and then Edris until Boa came out. Yeah, yeah Edris and right. um, Solo seemed to like work together, like again mutual dislike. But um, Edris did say that he's quite similar to Sakoa in his um, yeah. I got tag team thing. Coming from yeah, this. that's that's what I was going getting to. I think maybe we're going to see a tag team here, Edris and Noah and Solo. Sakoa, I kind of thought that as soon as he said he was similar, and then at the end when they both got attacked by Boa and. He helps mm. him up. I was like, well, this is clearly where we're, where we're getting here. We're getting but here. I, I thought Edris looked good. And if, if that's a kind of standard of wrestlers they're bringing through, you know, if Tiffany and Draco are as good as this guy in ring, and, you know, he seems to be quite charismatic, you know, from, yeah. the, from the small bits we've seen, then, you know, <laughs> yeah. NXT's just bringing through, again, maybe too many at the one time. We're, we're still working through the last lot of... I know. I feel like we're getting through. so many new people. I think we, we should got- have got war games out of the way, really, before we started pushing... Yeah, I guess they could have waited till after War Games to do all this, couldn't they? I think we had four new people on this show or something like that. Because I didn't there even know Tiffany had had another. I, I missed that. Did you miss, actually, in the store. Indy Hartwell, we'll get to Indy Hartwell, more on Indy Hartwell later, but on the Indy Hartwell Persia Perotta, um promo, did you spot that random woman sleeping on the sofa? Yes. Yeah, I, thought, I actually thought I dreamt that. Do you I'm know glad, who that was? I'm glad you've confirmed that. No, who is it? Who? That is Mei Ying, but in a new gimmick. 
Really? Yeah. How, how do you know that? Because I've got my sources. No, I read it. I read it somewhere. Just like hiding behind the sofa. <laughs> no, I saw it on an article, Ow. and I was like, <laughs> "It said, who is this new character?'" And I clicked on the link and read it. And apparently, May, because you know the Mei Ying character is dropped and given to Boa. Yeah, well, yeah, Mei Ying gave That's her powers her. to Boa, didn't she? So now she's been given this new character, and that was her. So I had no idea what it's all about. But that's so. Okay, that, that that was not clear at all. No, I didn't know. Really... I don't think we even saw a face, did we? No, no. she had a face pay, uh, pack thing on her thing. So I don't think you're supposed to even know that yet. You've, no. you've spoiled it for us and all yeah. our listeners. Well done. <laughs> I don't think anyone really cares. To everyone be honest. cares about me, Ying. If you do care, make sure you tweet us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So One thing just on? randomly. Yep. I like to big up commentators sometimes, as you know. Um, I loved the fact that Wade Barrett had a Toxic Attraction T-shirt on. They did one one part where um, that they, they were sort of talking. He was just opening his jacket <laughs> and just showing everyone his Toxic Attraction shirt. I just thought it was hilarious. I, I love the fact that he's come back. It, it's crazy, really, when you think how he's come on when from when he was on that ITV wrestling show, which oh, yeah. failed massively. Yeah, um, ITV in the UK, that is. Um, did a few episodes and now he's gone back to NXT and I think yeah he, he's great I love him on commentary really like it yeah yeah he's really good and whilst we're on commentators it's uh, Beth Phoenix last yeah that's a commentary shame. on Sunday isn't it As she's announced yeah. on Twitter just hours ago breaking but, news for some people potentially that she, yeah she's um, not on uh, she's not the leaving commentary team. she's not leaving WWE which makes me think she's coming going to be we'll talk about it later but um, she might yeah, be getting involved be... in a certain feud on Raw I, yeah. I reckon I think that's what's coming. But it's interesting to see what they do in a commentary team because they've historically had a booth of three in NXT. Joe, Joe, Joe. Joe is the one. Until you said that earlier, Fish, I forgot he was even on NXT. Because he's on NXT. He's not on screen. He's been on commentary on Raw. He's the perfect person. Him and Wade Barrett together, that's magic. Yeah, that could be brilliant, actually. That, that's what I want, actually. I, You know, anything else would be disappointment. I want to see Joe wrestle again, but still, you know, if, yeah. for the time being, if he has to go on there, then... He could just sit on commentary and then just punch random people. <laughs> just, just put people to sleep. Yeah, put yeah. everyone to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, puts Joe Gacy or someone that was anno- being annoying. I, 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 I'm okay with Joe Gacy, by the way. I, I actually quite like what he's Should doing. Should we get on to what? He did on this show quickly. Yeah, I mean, kind of... okay. So this this segment wasn't the best. It was a bit weird. He, but again, the, it, you have to think through his character's eyes. It's the whole inclusion thing, yeah. and I quite like these like to, the cruiserweight titles not inclusive. You know, it's weight discriminate. You know, discriminatory. And he again, he only fought one guy. He was about to fight a woman, then it got. It's a bit of a silly comment, though, isn't it? Because. It... It, is, it has I, a weight. It has a weight limit. I mean, yeah, but I, I, I think it's leading to something, which I'll get to in my preds. But I, I, I think there's a reason this is happening. You're going to change the title, do you think? I think this is the end of the Christmas title. I think this is it on Sunday. It goes. You, you mentioned that last week, and it made me think it as well. So I, we'll I think I, bit, I, 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 I think it's out. They've basically released two hundred five. Two hundred five lives not a thing anymore. So it makes. Do you think they're going to um? Do you think they're going to change the title's name, or I, I personally think they're going to retire it. At Joe, Joe Gacy is going to retire it, and then next he's just going to like bin it or something. Mm. That's that's a pred spoiler for you there, but that is a pred spoiler. Hello, that's what I think is happening. I, I because it's to honest you, there's no reason for the cruiserweight title anymore. There's no, there's not enough cruiserweights. There's not a division anymore. 
No, there it's, isn't. It's now on NXT. Two five live because NXT could have taken that. They could have taken that and used it so well. Yeah, and they have a lot of smaller guys that would make sense. Yeah, but does NXT need a third? They've already got a second male title. They need a third male title on the show. It seems a bit excessive. I think would give some of these lower down wrestlers something to fight for. Mm. Really? I mean, have have we seen any good cruiserweight? title feuds in the last year and a half no but i think they yeah. should have i think they should have yeah done. So yeah we could have done but i think it's i mean well, well we had devlin at one point that's when it was good that's when it was good yeah Dev, devlin escobar. Escobar. Santa escobar they had some yeah. actually all the champions they've had are good is the problem yeah, no, they no, haven't no, had yeah. any challenges well apart from what Rick Shaw, he's a bit I think he's been fine, but it's just us Leave having Rod alone. You've hated uh, him ever since he did well in a World Cup. Yeah, I, I, I don't like him anymore. Don't like him. Worst member of Undisputed Era. It's my hot take. Mm. I, I, no. Hey, come on, Bobby I, Fish is having cracking matches tonight. Yeah, he is right now, now, but I'd always say <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly is the worst. Oh, no, he had a really good run, O'Reilly. I would say O'Reilly's the second best. And in Undisputed, like, in Undisputed, yes, but now. <laughs> Uh, and there's no debating that Adam Cole, baby, is number one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And now Bobby Fish. Bobby, Bobby Fish is having a good run. What a lad. What a lad. Um, um, yeah, should, should we get on to predictions? Is there anything else you want to mention from the show? The only thing I want to mention is Karen Grimes. Oh, that made oh, it pop me a little bit. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, that bit this was actually. Bit. I don't know why I didn't bring this up in our uh, when we were talking about potential skid marks this week because this was a uh, such a stupid segment. I didn't like the segment, but it's, it's I, liked, kind of... I laughed at the Karen bit, I must admit. I don't know yeah. why I, quite, I didn't actually, like the rest of it. It's actually really weird seeing uh, Cameron Grimes bold. I don't know, to be honest with you, look. I haven't liked the whole feud, I've said it every week. I don't, yeah. Like Duke Hudson, I think, is actually better than this. In terms, I think he can. He's got better promos and better feuds in him. I think this is and Cameron Grimes is miles oh, yeah, better. Than yeah, this. yeah, and we know Cameron Grimes does as well. So <laughs> I think this is actually a bit below them now. I'm this was like my uh my uh the short short of Brenda Camel's back this week. Just uh, I, I wasn't yeah, yeah. impressed with this one. Um but yeah, we're set up for that heavy hair encounter. Um should, should we go into Preds? Yeah, yeah well, should we put that one first then? Yeah, let's kick off that one. Hair v. Hair, Cameron Grimes v. Oh, actually, um, before we get into it, I, I might on, as well say on. the scores. Oh, yeah, go on. So the situation is this, guys. Right, the la- this is the last pay-per-view of the year. So the- at the moment, Krusty is six points in front of Keeney. I'm miles behind and I can't win. But for Keeney to win, he would have to go opposite on every prediction and get 100%. And I just um, want to—I just, want to, I just want to let you know—I have already already know my predictions, and I'm not changing them based on Krusty's predictions. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be fair to myself, and if I lose, I'll I, I'll die my sword. I think I think you're, it. I think it's gonna be impossible for you to win. So I, I, think I could sit drop this in that I won last year as well. Yeah, but last yeah. year doesn't count. The pod, <laughs> father. That's, that's why it's the pod, father. Guys. I'm gonna I'm hoping I have a good start at day one when we get to day one preps. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, straight, in, yeah, straight yeah. into Preds straight on into day one. Day one Preds. I'm hoping that you two get so drunk on New Year that you do some crazy <laughs> prediction, and I sneak it, sneak in there. Well, hopefully, we'd lead. have made the predictions by then. But... <laughs> yeah, we're gonna, gonna make predictions at midnight on. Yeah, New Year's. I'm gonna be like, guys, what do you think? 
Five, oh, Shane round. McMahon's going to win the match or something, aren't they? Something silly like that. You never know, though. You never know with big Shane O'Mac. Um, right. So, yeah, let's let's crack on. So, um, Joe Gacy and uh, Duke Hudson. No, not Duke. That's <laughs> yeah. two matches. Yeah, you're mixing up two feuds there. Yeah, I am. Cameron Grimes, <laughs> Duke Hudson, heavy hair. Who's going bold? Guys, one of you give me something. Who's going bold? Right. That, and, well... I'm going to tell you who's going to win because otherwise, yeah, 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 yeah okay, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this might be a surprise. I'm going for Hudson to win. Okay, yeah. Main reason is I think they're already showing a new character of Cameron Grimes, and I think they want to push that even further. I almost think they want to get rid of this sort of hillbilly look. Hmm. I think they're going to make him sort of clean shaven maybe go back to the suit style but i think they sort of want to start again with him so i honestly think they're doing it so they can shave his head um and push the new people um yeah so there you go that's interesting you know what i was exactly in that space a few weeks back when this first happened i thought the only reason it makes sense is if cameron grimes gets his head shaved because who cares about duke hudson bold like i just thought it just only makes sense if it's cameron grimes and i think you're right i think he's getting a new character but I also think Cameron Grimes is winning this match. I think the um, promo on NXT, I, if you look back over history, these um, promos where they show off the other person being bold, they, that person tends to lose. I remember famously the Kurt Angle-Edge match, heavy hair, and um, Angle did this long promo on the Raw before with loads of pictures of Edge bold. Um, was like taking the taking the mick out of him, and then obviously Edge won and Kanga went bold. <clears throat> so I think Cameron Grimes is winning. Duke Hudson's going bold. No one will particularly care. But I also think Cameron Grimes might still cut his hair as like oh, I wanted the haircut. I, I don't know. I think he still might do something. <laughs> I wanted a haircut. Yeah, so he anyway. his own he head. still might. He still might do something to change <laughs> his character. Twist, he shaves his head at the start because his <laughs> hair is still. Um, or maybe he wins and shaves his own head. Yeah, I do completely agree with you, but I thought I've got this little buffer of points. I can go a bit wild. Well, that's nice. We've gone different first match. Yeah, keep it interesting. Are we going to have five different predictions so that it's possible for Keeney to win? You get a bonus point for for winning, and if you get 100%, you get two bonus points. So you'd get seven, so you would win. Um, So it's down to me then. Who do I agree with? I'm going to go with Duke Hudson to win. Oh, hello, here he is. Now I'm worried, because you're terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My predictions haven't been great, but no, I'm not doing it just like, you know, for a swerve or anything. I I think I agree with what you said about him starting again and having a new haircut. And like you say, they're pushing more new people than older people. So I think more of the 2.0 guys are going to win than not. So I'm going to go for... Cameron Grimes is going to the moon. Or is he going to the main roster with a bold head? I think you say to the barbers. <laughs> to the barbers. Yeah. The barbers. Yeah. <laughs> He'll have to because Duke Hudson is winning. And yeah. Oh God, that's, that's... <laughs> there we go. Duke Hudson is winning, says Fisher. Oh, I don't, I'm not 100% sure. Not on the back of the papers. That's what I'm going for. Duke Hudson to win. Match will be average and we'll have a haircut at <clears> the end and no one will really care. All right, let's let's go um, into cruiserweight title. And I've already told you my prediction: Joe Gacy's winning this match. Um, the cruiserweight title is going to be no, no more after Sunday. 
and that's my prediction. I've, I've explained my prediction to you guys already, but it, it just, I think that almost this whole inclusive character was almost for the, the to get rid of the cruiserweights. I, I think I think it was all set up for this. So that's my prediction. Joe Gacy's beating. I'll, I'll go Trump. second and just basically echo everything you said because you, you, when you mentioned it last week or the week before, whenever it was, mm. I was like, "That's so happening." That makes complete sense. And what you what you've said makes complete sense. I'm, I'm going to go with you. I, I don't really see the reason for Roderick Strong to win. Who's he going to face next? Exactly. Other than Odyssey Jones, who also beat him, who's not a cruiserweight. We're out of um, cruiserweights. No, that's, really, that's, that's another point. Roderick Strong's recent feuds have been against not cruiserweights. Apart from Kushida and um, Ikemanjiro, but that's turned into a tag feud. So, and they're like the only two cruiserweights on the roster. So, yeah, um, I think you're right. I think uh, Joe Gacy's winning. And again, it's another 2.0 person beating a, mm. a a veteran doesn't really need the win. Are you going to be inclusive as well, Krusty? Or are you going to? Uh, I'm up until this week, I'd have said Roddy Strong, but because of the promo on NXT and what you guys have said, it it, it just makes complete sense. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm afraid I'm going to have to follow you there and go Joe Gacy. No, that's that's fine. I, you know, you have to predict. You have to predict. We do you are the me. champions, <laughs> my friends. That's what, it is. <laughs> what a way to win it! <laughs> yeah, on Joe Gacy versus Roderick. They still got whoever wins this pay per view. There's still something to play. Exactly, for. I can narrow the gap and come back stronger next year. I don't know if I can overtake you, Kenny. I'm not sure, but I don't think so. That'd I'm be great. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah much wishful thinking. Yeah. Um. All right. So we'll go on to the NXT tag team title match. Um, Fisher, I don't think you've gone first yet. No, I haven't. Um, I'm going Imperium. Imperium to win. Carl O'Reilly, on his way out, takes the pin. See you later, Carl. Joins up with Adam Cole and Bobby Fish in AEW. There's a whole cred. Can I get extra points for that? (laughs) So let this have a chance. That won't happen this year, so. Mm. No. You can have some extra points on this year's time. He's literally out of contract on the day of this or something, I think. So it could happen. Um, So, yeah, Imperium. I'm I'm going Imperium as well. Um, As I've said, I don't rate this team at all. Um, I think Von Wagner, from his random appearance on SmackDown, they have bigger things set for him. Yes, I agree. And I've seen multiple... Rumours to say that Carla Raleigh's been turning down contract offers. Um, so I think he's he's off. He's on his way out. And to be honest, I want him to go elsewhere because in WWE at the moment, I don't like him. <laughs> I really don't. I'd rather... He is one I'd rather... I don't often say, like, I'd rather see people in AEW, but he is one I genuinely would. Yeah. Since well, Undisputed bro- Era broke up, I haven't yeah. liked him. You can, go, sh- you can go straight to a uh, Undisputed Era elite rivalry. Almost from from the off, him going to AW. Yeah, so, exactly. All that being said, Boom. I I my honest prediction was Carla Riley Von Wagner. So I'm sticking with that. That's what Whoa. I think. That's what I was going to go for. I got a feeling they might just put it on Kyle to try and keep it. We, we don't know. We, we don't know what's happening in the background. No, he might sign a new contract on Saturday and, and win. Yeah, maybe they're doing this, no. or they could even do a storyline where they win it and then Carla Riley leaves him. High and dry, and Von Wagner's, Von Wagner's got two titles. Yeah, like you know, Braun Strowman with, with the that. kids. I don't like it when they do that. <clears throat> yeah, I know, but <laughs> I'm going. What was what? that lad called? Edwin or something? Who won the titles with Braun? 
Was it Edwin? Edward. Uh, it was um. Ethan. What was his name? Alfie. Some some random kid though. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Edwina. Edwina Curry won the uh, titles <laughs> with Ron Strowman. Yeah, okay. But that was an intro. That was a, a Pred Lucy. Nicholas. Pred it was Nicholas. Nicholas, thank you. Nothing That's like it. Edwin. <laughs> Edwin. Uh, but yeah, so I'm going O'Reilly Wagner. That's what I'm going for. Oh, sorry. Press thank on. you, Keeney. That's all right. Um, especially you know what time it is now, don't you? War Games! <laughs> and we start with the woman's one. It's the only reason we keep them around. <laughs> yeah. What am I going to say after next week? Because yes. we're going to do the War Games review next week. As soon as War week. Games is over, it's fish as out. War Games review, and then I've got nothing to later. say. I'll have to find a new one. A new job. Um, <laughs> Women's War Games match. Um, God, I've actually forgotten my prediction here. <laughs> Would you like me I to can go start. first? Yeah, I was gonna say, you yeah go, go on. Yeah, one of you two go. I'm going for Team Gonzalez just because... It, it you'll see from my Ben's prediction in a minute. Um, but the reason I'm going for this is because it, although it's a little bit old school, it's sort of a mixture as well. You've got Kaylee Ray in there. I don't think Toxic Attraction is going to take too much damage by losing. Um, they've already got all the gold. Um, I'm not too sure who would take the pin though, to be honest. But yeah, I'm, go- I'm going babyface win, Team Gonzalez to win. Yeah, so I, I've, <clears throat> I'm actually going the, the same. That's why I, um, I think they're going to have someone, probably Kaylee Ray pin Mandy in the match and set up that. Or they, they could have Yoshirai pin Mandy. They could have Raquel pin Mandy, I guess, anything. But I think Mandy's taking the pin. They're setting up the next feud, I think. Um, I mean, I mean, the other thing we could say is Cora Jade could, could easily be there to, to take the pin in this match because Cora Jade has no real place being in this match in terms of legitimacy um, I think they just want to push her don't they yeah they definitely seem to be behind her but she just she, just, she hasn't won a match that's not a roll up so far so it's hard to get behind her too much she might win this um, roll up she may yeah she, she may do that'd be a rough way to end the <laughs> war games wouldn't that. it yeah um, but yeah I think that's how that's what that's why I'm going for Raquel and um, her, her mom Raquel and the gang I think Kaylee Ray is going to get the pin, um, personally. And I think we'll probably set up Kaylee Ray v. Mandy and we'll set up another Dakota Raquel match. I think Sounds on the back of this. Fisher, what, what say you? Um, in the words of Britney Spears, I'm going toxic. Um... <laughs> we couldn't hear that at all, Fisher. We couldn't hear that. Oh, that didn't work. Fisher, I believe, what played the start to Toxic I did, I played Spears. the start to Toxic. We and don't own the rights to that. Um, uh, <laughs> and he did a little dance. It was delightful. Yeah, the dance. Uh, I'm sorry you um, can't see that. Maybe we'll post a dance of uh, Fisher on our Twitter. Um, yes, I... Um... I wondered what you were doing because you weren't speaking. I was like, what's he doing? <laughs> I am... Um... Yeah, I'm going toxic attraction and Dakota Kai to win. So I'm going different from you two. Mm. Um, I could see it happening. Could see it happening. I just think when you've got three champs on a team, it makes sense to have them win. And they're the heels and they're the new. I know there's some new Call of Jade's new and um, on that other team, but they feel like the new team as well, apart from Dakota Kai. Um, Kaylee Ray's pretty fresh. I think Kaylee Ray may be the factor in this match where she turns or something on someone in the match 
I think Cora Jade is going to be the person that takes the pin, just for an extra little. Cora rant. Jade, Cora Jade is the obvious person to take a pin in this match. I will say um, that. But so yeah, she she's going to take the pin, and I still think we're going to set up some other matches out of this. Obviously, probably Kaylee Ray and Cora Jade, but you'll maybe you'll get. Um, I still think we're going to get Dakota and Raquel again anyway, regardless. I don't know what that would mean for Mandy if she if they her team wins, but yeah, I'm going to go okay. for Toxic to win. <clears throat> Fair enough. Um, so the only match left is the men's war games. What do we... Well, I'll, I'll go first. I'll tell you what I think. <clears throat> I think in keeping with a lot of what we said so far in these predictions is they're pushing the new guys. And I think the only way this match makes sense is if 2.0 win. I think the old guys put over the new guys. And I think it's interesting to see who pins who to win this match. I think Braun Breaker will probably get the pin. Be interesting to see who he gets the pin on. Maybe Champa, maybe not. Or maybe Mellow pinch Champa, you know. But I, I, I think I think we get a 2.0 victory here. I completely agree. Um, I, I don't think Champa, Gargano and company need it. I think, actually, I, I disagree with your pin in prediction. I think LA, LA Knight's there to take the pin, which is a real shame. That really annoys me because I think he's just amazing. But I think that's the reason he's in that match. He's also LA not Knight really one of the old school. He's been there like a year. In, yeah, it's <laughs> a bit weird. Him. He does love taking a pin, Daniel A. Knight. Yeah, he's taking a think, lot of pins. I don't think he does, but he does take the pins, doesn't he? Mm. He does. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you on this one. I think you, you're exactly right. Two. It'd be weird if 2.0 didn't win. You're pushing NXT as 2.0. Why would you have the old guard win? It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, no, so, I, I agree. I think this is the most... Um, as for the legitimacy, doesn't he? As for the pin mm. prediction, my prediction is um, Brom Breaker pins Johnny Gargano. Oh, this is, again, Johnny, Gar- Johnny Gargano's last match in NXT. Whatever happens, I reckon. Because if, if his deal was extended, his deal runs out like today. He's extended it a couple of days. Like I, just on this, I don't think he should leave. I don't. I, he's one I'd rather stay. I don't think he's, you should. He's I would Mr. rather see WWE. Him. I it's would Mr. rather. NXT. I'd rather even if he stayed in NXT, but I think he could even get called up to the main roster now. Um, what are they doing to the way? Ripped them apart, aren't they? It's, it's painful to watch. Oh, well, Candice is obviously pregnant, so that doesn't help. I think the way was done. I think they found mm. their way. <laughs> or had they lost? Had they lost their way? In all fairness, Austin Fury has found his way into Vince he's McMahon's office, his... hasn't he? <laughs> yeah, he he's done all right, isn't he? He's doing yeah. well for himself. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think Candice may have been a big factor in this. I don't know how long she's got left on her contract, but obviously she's on maternity leave, which tends to, if you miss time, they and they add it onto your contract. So she'll she will be in WWE for a while, I'm sure. So yeah, I'll be surprised if Johnny will stay. gets away from Candice. Yeah, they seem to be. Um, I guess like, they've been away part apart before. They, when she but, was on you know, news. it's very late. If he's going to sign a new deal, it's very late. Um, but I think he should stay at WWE. I agree with you on this one. Yeah, I mean, he'd be incredible on AEW. Absolutely incredible. But I think WWE can't give away all their no. sort of prospect stars. I mean, he insane. could leave NXT and go up to the main roster. 
Yeah, that, but I, that's why I, think this is, I think it's his last match in NXT. He did it before and he did well, didn't he? Yeah, Champa, he is ready for main roster. I still think he'd be there now if Champa didn't get injured. <clears throat> yeah, probably would have done because um, Black and Ricochet stayed up there at the same time, weren't they? They brought all yeah. four of them up. Wow. Yeah, that was so cool. You say he might still be there now. He might have got the uh, future endeavoured, though. Yeah. He might have, seriously. Crafty might have predicted his release by now. <laughs> he might have done if he'd have gone up that early I, I'm so just trying I, I think I have a comment on that a bit later actually so that's interesting I, I, in fact I do have a comment on releases later so yeah, yeah. I, I, I may have a comment on the release as well when we get to it um, do we do we move on to main roster WWE yeah, let's move on to, to Smackdown <clears throat> I guess yeah Smackdown was first um, and the whole show was revolved around Brock Lesnar's um, suspension being lifted it was kind of a show of Kayla Braxton and Paul Heyman, essentially. Um, a lot of back and forth. Again, another feud I want to see. It's not the, the feuds between, right? It's between Paul and Kayla. It is not pretty that either much, of them can wrestle, but <laughs> pretty much we had some interesting, um, some interesting stuff. And obviously, right at the end, the good way to end it: Lesnar's suspension is lifted, and tomorrow night, um, the day of the pod for people listening, if you listen on Friday. He is um, back tonight on SmackDown. Well, I wasn't too... I love the story, but I wasn't too keen on this, that Kayla got a call and Brock Lesnar's suspension's been lifted. But um, I've forgotten his name. The general manager, Adam Pearce, doesn't know. He didn't know. (laughs) How's the general manager who suspended him not know before the journalist knows? Um. That, I just wasn't too keen on that. I didn't really like that. I think they could have been a bit more clever with that. I have no <clears> suggestions for once of how they should have done it, but I don't think it should have been like that. Yeah, maybe you're right. I, I don't think that much thought, to be honest with you. But, um... I'd have rather them just turn up. I think yeah. it would have been a bit more excited. But I guess they're doing it for the ratings, aren't they? They're just trying to draw people in. <clears throat> yeah, they are, definitely. And um, Yeah, I, I, I think but as it would be great. In, week out fans... It ruins it for us. Stop uh, it. I just want to. I just want to see Brock back, guys. I love him so much. Yeah, but he needs to stay. He's, he it, does. He's disappointing me a bit that he's going back and forth, back and forth. I don't, I don't mind if he's not Brock champion. Lesnar. I don't mind if he's, if he's not got the belt. If it's when he's got the belt, I don't. Like I'm concerned it, but... that that could happen though. It could. It could definitely. He's showing happen. his colours. Could definitely happen. Yeah, it definitely could. Um, all right, so let's move on to other stuff on the show. We had. Um, we had, what did we have? Try to look for my notes here. Oh, so we had um, some more Sonya Deville, Naomi um, storyline developments, I guess. Sasha Banks involved saying, um, you know, why didn't you have Naomi on the team? We'd have won with Naomi. Um, I quite quite like that. I quite like people sticking up for Naomi now because um, she seems to be just on her own getting bullied every week. So it's quite nice that she's getting people sticking up for her. Um this yeah, a Team Bad reunion. Do you remember Team Bad? No, no idea, no. <laughs> there you I go. must have not watched it during that period. That was when Sasha first got called up. She was in a faction called Team Bad with Naomi and Tamina. Oh. There's no Tamina, but there's a... Tamina's been meaner on Raw, isn't she? Yeah. That's a problem. She's on Raw. If she was on SmackDown, <laughs> that was, I genuinely think that was what they could do. Do Team Bad. Yeah, they could. Well... That would be bad. I think it's an apt name, considering Naomi's performance in ring on, on Friday. She um, she was not good in this match, unfortunately. And I know she's better than this, but 
watch it back. She gets everything wrong in this match. It's just like it's she, funny actually because you said this. misses like a bad like a move early on, and it just it's in her head then for the rest of the match. It's funny you said this because I didn't I hadn't looked at my notes until like just before we did the show, and I look at I, I um. I did. I looked, and it's um, my notes say when Natalia and Naomi in the ring, the match is good. Really? Yep. Oh, yeah, so it's strange how it's only you who noticed this, and being I, I need to watch this back. I noticed the finish. Yeah. I did notice the finish. Yeah, the finish. It was she got wrong, and she did a double stunner off the ropes, which she missed and fell. Um, just missed the ropes and fell off the ropes. She, it wasn't anything like it wasn't like she did anything dangerous. She just got everything kind of just timing slightly off everything. Um, and it, I say it's unusual for her. It's unusual. I'm not going to give her the B fab treatment, but she wasn't good enough. And well, if I hope someone, not she'll be released tomorrow. If you well, do that. Did, well, this is what I said about we talk about releases. I mean, if if Vince is watching this of Austin Theory, he's going to be thinking release her. She can't wrestle based on this performance but um <laughs> yeah anyway that that was my um oh and also actually i had another thing on naomi zaya lee her segment she keeps talking about being the protector and protecting those that have been wronged now my, my mind went to naomi naomi's being wronged at the moment is zaya lee going to come and save naomi is that what's going to happen it's not a bad shout it's not Wait, a bad shout, she, but she then she... why, it doesn't make sense, much sense now Sasha's involved because Sasha feels like the biggest person possible to say that. Um, but he could, they could do that. Yeah, maybe. I, I was just like, I picked up on, she said about she's going to help those that have been wronged. I don't know who else is being wronged right now other than maybe Drew or Sammy, but she's not going to help out Drew McIntyre, is she? Let's be realistic. I just thought Naomi... Is that a segue on to Drew McIntyre? That is yeah, a good I? segue. Very interesting. Yeah, I did it. not like this entrance. What? Entrance? Well, yes. I'm going to start with his entrance. <laughs> I had nothing against why, the entrance, but I didn't like the book. Why at all. Yeah. would you come out? I like the sword. The sword's cool, but you can't go around swinging it around like you're going to take someone's head off. He did Angel Gaza. You mean you mean Angel? Angel, yeah, Angel. Yeah. I understand wrestling likes to stretch the truth and be entertainment. But you can't go around swinging a weapon as if you're going to take someone's head off. Imagine yeah. if he actually did. A few weeks it, back, you, you, were, you were loving Goldberg threatening to kill Lashley all of a sudden. Drew's throwing a sword around and you're against it. Yeah, but I mean, it's not, <laughs> he's not acting as if he's going to hit him with it, as if he's going to hit him with a sword. Yeah, it was a proper swing as well. Like, it wasn't like... And a, he was pro- it wasn't like he was just swinging it as like a bit of... Yeah, you know, like scared him off. Here I am, yeah. I'm Drew, get out. He was going to kill him. That, <laughs> yeah, <I laughs> if he didn't move out of the way, we were going to have a head... Uh, or, or a body part severed maybe, in the ring. Maybe we need a Goldberg v McIntyre just fight to the death match. <laughs> I think that's the way it's going. They both love murdering people. We had a few death threats. I'm pretty certain Vince threatened to kill Austin Theory. He did. He um, did. Yeah, he did. That was so, funny. Yeah. He did it in a funny way. Yeah, that okay. was. I didn't mind that because it was like, uh, you know, oh, I'm going to kill you rather than I'm going to murder your family. The threats I can take, sort of but yeah. swinging <laughs> a sword around is just a bit too much. Yeah. So um, I've got. Um, Another, I'm not quite sure in this Drew stuff because it seems all too similar to um to the Naomi storyline. He's kind of he was left off the battle royal. Um, the only person left off the whole roster was on there, and and he's like the obvious best person. Yeah, That's so they're, they're no leaving sense. him out on purpose to like mess with him. And it seems like well, that's is that what they're doing with Naomi? Kind of like is Adam Pierce going to be the 
anti-Drew or I. So one thing I. So I've got a prediction. I reckon. Do you reckon Drew might turn hill? I think it's probably time. Do you reckon we could um, get hill hill Drew v face Brock? Do you reckon that's possible? I don't know. That's that sounds tasty. Because but... I don't know how they can do Brock v Roman straight away. Maybe this is my prediction for SmackDown. Brock comes back, comes to the ring, tries to get um, Roman out. And then Drew comes out all annoyed. Maybe he swings his sword around, comes out all annoyed. And we get Hill, Drew v face Brock at Rumble. And then we get Brock and Roman at Mania. It's just it's just a way to get Brock and Roman separated until Mania. And it's a good feud to have in the meantime. That's great. I'm just not sure. It's just an idea. I suppose Drew, the way he's swinging that sword around, is pretty heel. I mean, he's hardly... I, again, I know he's got reason to be annoyed, not being left off the list, but, uh, yeah, he's trying to decapitate people now. So we have to, um, we have to, we have to question is, uh, how, how much of a face he really is. Yeah. And he's um, on his way. I don't think we're going to get that heel turn personally, but. Nice. Uh, well, if, it's if, obviously if, if he's we been do, wronged by the authority, that's definitely yeah. not a heel storyline, uh, heel storyline at all. If, if we get it, I want some extra, I want to win Prince this year. I want to get some extra points. <laughs> be like 10 extra points um no. all right okay. <laughs> yeah all right i'll move on quickly um not too much else to really talk about um we we'll mention ha- the battle royal a bit more detail later yeah we'll come to the battle royal later i mean one thing to mention none of us liked it but rich holland's debut got rolled up um yes and and talking of the battle royal, he also got eliminated in the battle royal by cesaro as well so i thought like you could win the match and then Cesaro could get revenge on him in the Battle Royal, but they did it so that Cesaro beat him and then eliminated him. So it was like, well, what, what are you doing then, Ridge? Maybe yeah. this is a feud we're going to get, which could be quite good. It is, but it's not a good start to it. No. <laughs> I would say that. I guess Sheamus would be like his mentor, I guess. Maybe tell him how to beat Cesaro. I, I, I guess maybe they could go with this. They could, but we've, like, we've again, it's just so... We've had that for the last six months with Ray and Dominic. It's a bit like... It's just a bit samey, like... Be a bit more creative, I reckon. You you could. I think they they had really there's really good um, potential in Ridge and Sheamus, either as a team or as competitors. I don't mind how they do it, but I think there's real potential there. And I just don't want them to go down the same like a similar storyline to what they've done in recently. Is my only reservation behind it, but we don't know. Um, the only thing I want to mention you you mentioned commentators a lot, Krusty. <laughs> um, <laughs> During the um, Thanksgiving leftovers match, uh, Michael Cole said things are getting messy, and Pat McAfee said things are about to get messy in my pants <laughs> during uh, Shinsuke's entrance. And I, I loved it; just such he's a hilarious. funny line. <laughs> he, he, he cuts it fine, doesn't he? But he is hilarious. He does, he's, oh, no one him. else would say that. You can't imagine, like no, Michael Cole, Tom that. Phillips, that or something. Yeah, he's so things excitable are, as well. I, he's I about to get it. messy in my pants. I loved it. He's my favourite commentator. I think he's absolutely legend. Yeah, he's right up there, isn't he? Um, anything else? SmackDown, or should we go go to Raw? Carrillo went through the tape, the Thanksgiving table. That was it. <laughs> yeah. What, what a way to end SmackDown yeah. segment. <laughs> there you go. All right, Raw. Um, big talking point. Well, you, we, well, actually, we've got two great matches on this show to start and end it. We had Seth 
the Finn to open the match, which was amazing. Really fast-paced. And a clean rin for Seth, who was um, well, announced. Clean-ish, apart from a fun, po- a fun poke to the eye. Yeah, but it's, it's, but a, fi- it's, it's a finisher and a free count. It is a finish. Like, and Seth's just on fire, isn't he? It plays he into his character so well. Well, this, this show moment. was Seth-heavy. It, was, it was Mr. Seth. Every other it? 10 minutes he was on the screen. Monday um, night. Rollins. It, it was proper Monday Night Rollins. And uh, the main event, we then had uh, Owens v Big E, where if Owens won, he was added to the match. And um, the kind of, I guess the obvious way to make it triple threat without having Big E losers. I thought this is really, really well Owens. done, actually. Yeah, no, um, I, I, I agree. Because I, I was happy with I don't. I'm normally critical of non-finishes and DQs, but the way that Owens set this up and then paid it off was like a heel master plan, where he lied to Rollins and said you know, put the idea in his head of if I win, I'm in the match, which is obviously not true at the time. But then yeah. when Seth mentioned it to the uh, to Sonia and Adam Pearce, they were like, no, that's not true, but it is a good idea. Yeah. So then they're thinking, well, let's do that then. So then Kevin's kind of planted the seed. And then once that match happens, he cleverly gets Seth to attack him. Well, so he, that, yeah. he attacked Seth, didn't he? Or, yeah. Like, and no I reason. like the fact that it's like Seth's got all these amazing plans and gets everything right all the time and then suddenly just breaks breaks it for one second, loses control and um, gets himself DQ'd. Yeah, um, so it's great. We've got a triple threat um, now for day one, for which we had got, um, a poll. Go on, Krusty. You, you oh, sorry. I just no, wanted to say that those... Those two have got some real good chemistry on 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 camera. I absolutely right. love them Owens together. and Seth. Yeah, I yeah, just love it when they, it's name. like it's really serious, but then also really funny. Like they had the part where he was saying about um, liar, liar, pants on fire, which <laughs> yeah. from anyone else, I'd be like, this is stupid, but it just works so well because of their sort of annoying, smarmy characters. Yeah. Owens and then Ko was just like, my pants are not on fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like kids having an argument. I loved it. <laughs> Um, it is great. Um, so yeah, our our uh, poll was early predictions: who will be WWE champion after the day one pay per view? Uh, obviously, the three options: Biggie, Seth, Kevin. Uh, so Owens got thirteen percent of the votes. Seth got thirty four, and Biggie got fifty three. So majority think Biggie's retaining, but there's a significant amount that thinks Seth. A third of our um, of our Polars, people that entered the, I don't know what we call them, people that entered the poll, third people thought Seth is going to win. What, what, what do you guys think? Early predictions, obviously, we're not, I'm, I'm not trying to get, get ahead of the game for well, predictions for next year, but. Weirdly, I had a thought, but I think I'd mentioned to you both that we, know, we all know Kevin Owens' contract's on its way at some point. Yep. And I'm thinking Kevin Owens could win this as a way, as sort of part of his contract. So they said, if you stay at WWE, you can have the WWE title. And this is the way they get get it on him, with a triple threat. So in, in triple threats, people don't tend to look weak because it's just so chaotic. Yeah. Um, so they could still have Big E look strong, not look weak, but have Kevin Owens win. If he loses, if Kevin Owens doesn't win the title here, I think he's gone. I think that's almost signed, sealed, delivered. He's off to AEW. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, no, I, I, I agree, yeah. That's my thoughts behind it. Is that my prediction? I don't know. I, I need to see. wait till a bit nearer the time. I don't really want to say. Yeah, if you ask me to win, 100%, if I had to choose one, I'd want Seth. 
that I just think he's just absolute gold. And I think he deserves it. But then has Biggie had the title long enough? Probably not. Uh, I, I don't know. But let, let's just go KO. It used to be cheeky. Yeah, I, I personally think um, at the moment, I, I, I would say Biggie's going to retain. Because um, I don't, like, like you just said, I don't think he's had the title that long. Um, but it could also be used as a bargaining tool to try and get KO to sign and they could have Seth take the pin so that Big E could get the rematch at the Royal Rumble or Wrestle, even WrestleMania or something. I don't know. But um, yeah, I'd, at a moment, I'd say Big E, but it's a really good feud. I think they've really cleverly set it up. I think the matches they're having are a bit Big E and Owens had a good match. Rollins and Balor had a good match. I'd love it if they somehow managed to squeeze Balor into this feud as well, but they have. he's been losing a lot of matches. So I don't think that's on the cards, but um yeah, the main event scene on Raw, and I, I actually I know one of the things I noted this week on Raw with the comebacks as well is Raw actually felt really star-studded for the first time in a long time. Yeah, it was Raw, very strong. Got, Raw, the four yeah. we just mentioned, but then you also had, um, you know, you got AJ Styles. I, I smell a segue coming up, Fish. Yeah, Go we've, we've, you've, got the, you've got the likes of AJ Styles, <laughs> Randy Orton on there with yeah. Riddle. But then you've also got Edge and Miz coming back. And yeah, it felt it like... Awesome! <laughs> I came to play! Fisher, for doing that, you have a price to pay for that segue. <laughs> I'm pressed A, and someone start talking. I can't yep, keep you So <laughs> this promo, Edge and the Miz, very good, wasn't it, guys? Very good. Um, I love this promo. The obvious, Absolutely loved it. So what the first thing I thought was... We're sort of doing two returns in one here. You don't often see this where they put two returning people against each other straight away because, you know, usually you'd put Edge against someone, Niz against someone, but they've gone for the double whammy here and I quite like it. Um, yeah. So that was that was, that was my first. It. I was not expecting a Miz when the Edge when the Edge when Edge. I was trying to work out who he was going to feud with because I was like, well, he's not feuding with Rollins or Owens because they're and Big E because they're all in this, they're tied up in the same feud. I was like, could he feud with Finn? But then, like, Ed would have to be a heel at the moment, or mm. Balor would have to turn. And I was thinking, who else is there big enough on the roster? And I was thinking, well, AJ Styles is the perfect person. But I think that match should be saved for, like, Mania or something. Edge v. Yeah. Styles is like a Mania match. Um, and and also, Styles is goofing around with a street. Yeah, match. so with, with AJ, the person he's feuding with is John Cena, because he can't see a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's very good. Thank you. Um, oh, dear me. <laughs> but because um, he listed off as well, didn't he? A ring of people like he was listed. He said AJ Styles. He said Finn Balor. He said Kevin Owens. He even listed Damien Priest, which I thought was interesting. Um, that would be an interesting feud, by the way. Edge it would. It would. Um, but obviously, it ended up being the Miz coming back, which obviously Edge's comeback was announced in advance, so we knew Edge was coming back, but we didn't know yeah. the Miz was coming back. I, I guess they'd be coming back soon. Um, but not only Miz, not only Miz, we got Maurice, his wife, with him. And who Maurice, I think Ma- adds Maurice, so much to the act. Can I just say, she was also in wrestling gear. She wasn't just dressed normally, she was dressed in wrestling gear. Yeah. Which makes me think she's back. She's not, she's not back to. No, what, apparently arm. it wasn't a, um, a one time deal or just there for show. Maurice yeah. is like properly back. So. Exactly. And I mentioned earlier, I think this is leading to a. Uh, a mixed tag followed by a singles match between Edge and Miz. I yeah, think I'm sure Beth Phoenix is going to show. I think, I sure think, again, early predictions. I don't know, don't know whether day one this will happen, but I think Miz and Maurice win the mixed tag and Edge wins the singles. That's my predictions. Early doors. 
Got very early predictions. Uh, it's too early for that. The match is month, month the end. I'm giving you my predictions. Uh, uh, Phoenix hasn't even been on board yet. Early. I am, I'm trying to get all the points I can for next year. Trying to knock me off my pedestal. So I loved this the the whole lot. I think it's um great because it it segments the fact that Edge is now a face because it was looking yep. a bit ropey, wasn't it, with Seth? It, they were both a bit psycho. Um, so this yeah. this cements that. Um, the fact that Miz returned, and I was actually really excited about it, prior to him, I think, Keeney, you were quite similar. wasn't too bothered about seeing the Miz. I was, I was um, done with the Miz for a while, yes. I, I, was, I was excited to see him back. So, so good. Um, it, it was a surprise, and I think the break he's had is what we all needed. But he... It's almost like he's going to fill a gap on Raw. I think he is needed to... We yeah. need a character like The Miz. And the fact he's come with Maurice really um, cements uh, his position. I think Maurice is a great manager. If she's just going to do some wrestling, brilliant. Look forward to seeing that. But I just think she adds so much to his character. Bit of a shame that we've lost um, Johnny Drip, 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 Drip recently. Yeah, because um, that was the feud I assumed The Miz was coming back for. Because they set that yeah. up before, then Miz disappeared to do dance with Yeah, the fact, it is a shame we, we never got to see that. Morrison v Miz. It is that was a shame. being built, wasn't it, for ages? So Yeah, they uh, should have got told him Morrison for a bit longer. Also, something I really liked was Edge. Um, a couple of things that they mentioned the AEW promo about the Miz, but without being cheap. They didn't actually yeah. mention, they just said... No, you know what, Miz, I, didn't even, mentioned. I didn't even get this straight away. That was so clever, I thought. Um, and then I was because like, oh, we yeah. know, don't we? Yeah. We know. <laughs> Not everyone's yeah. going to know that, but basically... I thought it was very good. MJ, People um, on other shows mentioning CM Punk name. said MJF is a cheap Miz, basically. Yeah. Um, on AEW. That is, it was very good. Um, and also was... Edge compl- basically complimented Seth. Uh, and it felt real. It, it felt like a real-life compliment, <clears> saying he's yeah. like, killing it, basically. Which he is. We, he he also Seth. really... Um, Bigged up the Miz as well here. Yeah, yeah, he did. He was really getting um, to the Miz's last And I week. like it when they do that because then when when they do feud and they beat them, it feels like a bigger deal rather than if you're saying your opponent's useless when mm. you know if you beat them, it's not really doesn't really mean anything. If you lose to them, you look. Yeah, that was only um, when we were talking about Kingston Punk. Punk was a bit too derogatory towards Kingston, I thought. Um, whereas here, it's the opposite. He was so and like, oh, everything he said was was bang on about the Miz as well. It was really bang on um, promo. Yeah, I thought um, it was very perfect. excellent segment. Um, Again, I guess the only um, slight grey area was he mentioned about, like again, not directly, but he mentioned about you know you you've left and your friend got sacked or something, didn't he? About he mentioned yeah. Morrison getting sacked. Um, yeah, and it wasn't the only one on this show either. No, no, yeah, it happened with the... um, Becky Lynch and Liv Morgan yeah. earlier on, which I know a lot of people, a lot of people. And there was a lot of people um, saying that this was in bad taste and stuff like that. But I just think people make, like when AEW does edgy content, people love it. I know yeah. it's talking about your own releases is a bit weird. I actually but... understand the live one more because it kind of goes to that storyline more. Big time Bex is stealing everyone's, you know, that's, that's all they care about. And she's taken all the money of her big wages and, you know, Live if Liv was hard done by, she's lost her two friends. And Sarah Logan was long enough ago, and even Ruby's long enough. And R- Ruby's doing well now, so I think that one was a bit more. I can I can accept that one. This one was a bit more uh, close to home. I thought. Yeah, yeah, because it's only been a couple of weeks as well since John Morrison was fired. Um, yeah. I personally, I mean, I I get that it, I get that it 
some people didn't like it but personally it didn't bother me that much um but i loved the the aw line i loved to talk talk about the dancing with the stars and edge ripping him for not doing very well and and all that kind of stuff i like the missus reply as well saying well it's because the fans didn't vote for me i I quite quite liked you turned it on the fans it was quite a very good reply because it's quite hard to say you know you're rubbish at dancing it's quite hard to like have a reply to that but he did really well if you'd have asked me who do i want edge to feud with i'd have Miss would have been way, 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 way down. I probably wouldn't have even thought of him. But now it's here. I'm actually really excited for it. And I think it's a great choice. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Uh, even though as much as dream matches we haven't seen before, um, for now, Miz is a, a fine feud. Definitely. Um, another big part of the show was the Liv Becky stuff. So I, I was... Um, critical of Liv Morgan's portrayal again what not her performance uh how she's been booked last week this was much more like it to me she seemed much more like a, a main event character this week she really did well um in the contract signing segment and then um on into the match which her team won I mean she had the best team anyway in that 5v5 match um basically just faces for heels but uh also quite liked again we know she's not beating Becky, don't we? It's kind of known, but she did um, after the match. I wouldn't rule out hundred percent, but I do. I don't <sighs> think she's going to win. Well, Becky tried to manhandle slam her, and Liv countered it into yeah. an oblivion. Yeah, and I just think that would be the finish if they were going to do that. I, I just, I just, yeah, for me, that is why she's not going to win the match because they've done that. They've given that away in this segment mm. rather than in the match because it's it's um, Monday, isn't it? It's not even pay per view. It's uh, next monday yeah and that they had to kind of build live up a lot on this show to make that match work for next week and i think yeah. they did a good job and honestly this. i think they did a really really good job considering how poor last week was in my opinion of the portrayal of live this was so much better yeah because the promo itself was good obviously we mentioned the releases again but i thought they had a very good back and forth as well here and then the match i thought was a good idea to have i know it's just putting all the women in one match so you know i don't like that in a sense but because they actually roster. they gave it time though if they had done it and then did two minute match and a roll up i'd have been like that's a joke you know you do you that, that's a way to waste your women but they actually gave the match time um every single person i felt like got some moves in and some tv time even dana brooke got a cool spot um getting like falling off the um turnbuckle bit onto so, everyone i didn't um, mind this but i struggle a little bit with these sort of bookings when it's like Ooh, we're all baddies, so let's all be on the same team. I yeah. mean, if Becky yeah. was choosing a team, she would not choose that team. It's just you wouldn't yeah, go you're, against no, you're right, yeah. You wouldn't go against Bianca Belair but choose Tamina, would you? I mean, come on. Yeah. Um <laughs> it's just it just annoys right, me when yeah. they do this sort of booking. It's just so cheesy. But also what's worrying me is Big Vin's on the screen. Is he looking at these lot thinking, who am I gonna get rid of next? He's lining up not. all his women's superstars. There's only 10. That, that is literally their women's roster or more. There's not anyone yeah. else. The only, one, the only other one is Alexa Bliss. Yes. That's, yeah. that's, the, that's the only other um, yeah. female superstar they have. And she's not on TV. I think we're going to see her at Royal Rumble. And Lacey Evans, I guess, is still on the roster, isn't she? Yeah, she's, I don't think she's signed to a brand, but yeah. So she's yeah, in the same boat as Asuka. Oh, and Asuka, baby. Yeah, there's a few, actually. There's a few women, got, but they're they're not, not necessarily on more. Yeah, but they're four, they're, they're four people. They... um. They're four There's people. Bailey. They yeah, Bailey. Yeah, sorry, she's one of those four. That's four people. They've um, 
you know, put in quite prominent title slots over the last couple of years that aren't currently on TV. So, you know, that's like, I know Lacey Evans maybe it shouldn't be in that bracket, but they had her in big matches before she was injured. And she was just about, uh, I mean, she was, you know, having an affair with Ric Flair just before she got pregnant. So, no, she was that in big. She, so dodgy. She was in big storylines. <laughs> sounds like it's Rick Flair's baby. I think it might be. <laughs> if on the show, maybe, but not. I, I believe not in real life. See on Raw, believe not it or not. Um. So another thing I liked, we've mentioned it already, but I just want to go back to it. Is Vince and Austin Theory loved the fact Austin Theory's getting this um slot alongside Vince. Shows a lot of faith, I think, from Vince himself. You don't see Vince on screen with just anybody. So this is quite a I've big I've always thought statement. he reminds me of Cena. I think it's yeah. just his physique. But yeah. I, I, I think that's what Vince might be seeing in him. Because this is the second attempt, and that doesn't happen often. Well, the whole egg thing, all that based on Austin Theory, Cena. Now, that's a bit like underwhelming. But if they've got big plans for Austin Theory, and him being with Vince makes me think they've got big plans for this guy. Um, I'd then, like to make a scar to come through. It'd be good. Yeah, and he's uh-huh. really good, Austin Perry. He's really good in ring. He's actually really good. Um, he's a really good actor. I think. He, I think he's. You know. I think he does his role well. Again, he's not like being on NXT. He got a bit silly where he was being too dumb. Where like, oh, what was it? Someone said, "Where's the ring?" And he was like, "Oh, we're we're, we're in the ring." That that's that sort of comedy. I was like, "This is this is like too stupid." But. He seems a bit more serious. Again, he's, he's still not the, the brightest, you know, knife in the drawer, but he's sharpest knife in the drawer. But he's, he's, he's a lot better, been, been portrayed a lot better, I think, on Raw. And um, it was a very good call-up. And I think, yeah, I just think, let's, let's see what Austin Fury can do. He's, he's, they've already given him a title match. He's now, like I say, he's with Vince every, every week, well, for the last two weeks. So interesting to see where they, where they push him. Um, was there anything else from Raw? From you? It was a really um, good Raw. Um, I, I know we mentioned really earlier good that Orton and Ziggler were on. Um, oh, yeah. And there was a, just a really cool match. segment um, where you had Orton going for the RKO and then Ziggler actually counted it with a zigzag, which I thought was so cool because you don't often get Orton being counted against. Um, I mean, you haven't pushed him away, but it's very rare that someone will hit a finisher on him. Um, he did actually kick out, but um, Ziggler then rolled through uh, and then off the ropes, and then he hit an RKO, which I don't actually recall seeing before. So I just loved that little segment. I mean, we know Ziggler is just fantastic in ring, great at taking hits, but yeah, it was cool that he actually managed to hit his finisher on on uh, Orton. Yeah, uh, and I enjoyed that match with Big Bob involved yeah, I think as well. Did it really even say Big Bob before the match? He did. Yeah. I love Big Bob. <laughs> Big Bob's great. <laughs> I think Riddle's brilliant. R- Riddle and Orton combination, both in ring and um, in segments, is superb. It's, it's a, such a good pairing, and you can you can tell they're both enjoying it so much. Like Orton doesn't yeah. always enjoy stuff he's he's put in, but he is loving this with Riddle. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, he, he you know reports are saying he did request to work with Riddle, and you can see he he wants it. Oh, it's it's a perfect um, pairing. That, that like honestly. They don't always get these right. I, I don't think, I know a lot of people do. I don't think Kane and Daniel Bryan worked back in the day. Oh, no, yeah, um, that, was, that was good. Yeah, a, a lot of people, I, I didn't personally like that, but a lot of people did like that. And But I think this I is wasn't like watching it properly. Perfection. Then, but from is, what I've seen of it, only from what I've seen of it. 
Yeah. Um, all right. Is that WWE wrapped up? I'm just seeing if there's anything else. The just a lovely clean win for Priest over Apollo. Oh yeah, another time. Again, hey, that was Priest another title match. For mention. Yep, yep. That was just a good match with a nice finish. Wasn't yeah, it? and Not, Vince slapping Fury was great as well. <laughs> Fury. Fury, not Fury. <laughs> it was like Tyson he probably Fury. wouldn't want to slap yeah. Tyson Fury, would he? Well, that uh, go down destroyed. Yeah, Austin Theory, yeah. Yeah, let's move on then. Uh, what, what do you guys... Oh, well, I guess we have to start then with the main event of um, Dynamite, don't we? The end into Dynamite. That yeah. spot. Did you guys like that spot? Oh, I had mixed feelings on it because I love the idea of it, of the, the flaming table, because you haven't seen it, but... I've watched it back and Cody does the move on himself. It looks like Andrade should get the win based on that move. Cody puts himself through a table. Yeah, he does. And then Andrade's having to sell the move more and Cody gets the win. It it didn't look off particularly well. I I actually didn't notice it. I don't know if you guys did, but um, I've heard since that you could see stuff. There was stuff on Cody's back throughout the match. I've heard people say I didn't notice. Yeah, so I, I didn't notice it, but I, I heard that on a podcast earlier that, that you could see there was stuff on his back, and obviously the move was set, so he would land on the fire on his back. He obviously had flame proof. You can't have Andrade's face going yeah, through fire. <laughs> no, I know, but like no, they could have done a different move. The move didn't look. Do 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 we need? him to be put through was is, is this feud worthy of someone being I think put through a table was, on fire that. if this was <laughs> alistair black i could see it yeah because alistair black and um, malachi, malachi black because he's affected brandy rhodes um mm. but it is a bit random that andrade straight away they're setting the table on fire did i like it yes did i get excited yes yeah it's oh a, i love the bloody it, yeah. table same on fire, and then when i thought about it <laughs> when i thought about but, it afterwards though i was a bit like it, was it needed probably not but it was a table on fire someone went through it great <laughs> so yeah it. yeah if you if you look at it like that yeah it's great I just, and also the actual Co- move Co- cody got the freak out right. while still on fire a little bit he was still yeah. like had flames on his back and he was he was winning the match it's quite a cool that was like, cool. visual but um the match I love itself, the fact how savage was... brandy is as well i love how savage brandy yeah She's this just... was actually the first time i've been into brandy in terms of, like she doesn't done much me in ring or her character well, when she sat in front of malachi as well She's yeah, done little that things was good. like that. Yeah, she, yeah. Makes me think she's that a bit was... psycho. Um, yeah, I quite like that. this. Like, I loved her. Yeah, her like psycho face. And when she was doing it, I was like, nah, come on. You're not actually setting the table on fire here. Like, come on. This, this is just, just a random match. There's no like need for this. This has made Brandy Rhodes look better than Cody. And again, Cody just turned hill. Like, I, I know the crowd were doing it. There was signs in the crowd. Just turn hill. You can't set fire for a to a table on fire in a it's match coming. that didn't mean anything if you're not going to turn hill. You have to turn hill, Cody. It's coming. It's got to be coming. It has to be. If it doesn't, I am... Oh. Uh, if not, I think Brandy's... They might even do a storyline where they push Brandy to... Maybe she'll go... I wonder if she's... um. Maybe she's she, like, why she, did you set it on fire? <laughs> surely she's cleared to wrestle now, yeah? Yeah, yeah I'd assume so, yeah. Her, she was... She gave birth before Becky, didn't she? Or similar timing, I think. So right. she should be. And after I said, the match itself was really good. Um, Andrade yeah. looked awesome in it. I thought um, the crowd was so into it. Obviously, like we just mentioned, the booing of Cody, brawling in the crowd, some big spots, I didn't loads think he of chair got his bad shots. Reception today. 
It was mixed, but I mean, it was in his hometown. So he had obviously some hometown cheers, but he did have, on his entrance, he had a lot of booze. Yeah. I thought it was a great match. Two fantastic superstars going at it. I think we're hinting to more of a Cody heel turn, which will please the crowd. So I hope you're right. I'm always right. There are a point now where they have to. There's no option now. There's no like, oh, maybe we could. No, it's it's done now. Cody has to go heel. That's it. We're we're at that point. A little shout out to Arn Anderson. Um, (laughs) Fisher sent there's a video earlier. I I sent that video. No, Keely sent the video. Falling off the stage. He fell off the stage. And um, Andrade's matey, I can't remember his name, pulled him, actually pulled him up. So it helps him up onto the stage to like check if he's all right. And then started punching him like <laughs> back in character. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. I loved it. I did see it live, but I, I thought he got pushed off the stage. I thought it was like a spot. Yeah, I thought it was part of it. At first, then you watch it back, he just falls off. He just gets excited, then he aren't. Full he's on a, stacks it. He's a bit Arn mad, Anderson loves a fight at the moment. He is always involved in a fight. <laughs> he absolutely loves it. He does, the enforcer, man. <laughs> he is the enforcer. Um, <laughs> all right, what else we got on this I show? That's it. You had um, for the main event. Yeah, go on. You had Brian Danielson and uh, Alan Angels open the show. Um, yep, nice, pretty good, pretty good match. Just another week where you have Brian just put on a clinic and and tap someone out in ten minutes in a simple match, and then do hill stuff, play up to the crowd. Fantastic after the well. match. Fantastic heel stuff. And it's getting to the point where I'm like, he might be better as a heel than a babyface, and he's one of the best babyfaces of all time. Like, that's how good he is as a heel. Yeah. This, um, in my notes I've put, his intensity is great, and I think this is my favourite version of Brian Daniels and Daniel Bryan I've ever seen. Mm. I am absolutely loving it. Not just the promos, the wrestling style as well. It's so quick, it's so aggressive. Um, it's not playing to the crowd as much as he used to in WWE, which was the parts that I was a bit bored with. Um, mm. AEW just seemed to let him wrestle. And he's really making the most out of this sort of second wind, isn't he? He is yeah. going, considering he was told he wasn't going to wrestle again, he yeah. is just going for it, wrestling every week. And what I really love as well, that they're putting in with people who we wouldn't ever see. I mean, I couldn't tell you the last time we saw Alan Five Angels wrestle. He's a good wrestler. Uh, I think he had a match with he had a match with Kenny a couple of months back. That was also decent. Oh, was that was that him? But that's yeah. the thing. He's that irrelevant to me that I can't remember. But yeah, he yeah. is one of those like faces in a dark order, isn't he? He's not really. Yeah. He doesn't have many singles matches, but he did have one with Kenny a couple of months back, which is also good. It's just so. good how they're putting and yeah. they're actually giving him time. It's not a WWE mm. one minute finisher done. No, I mean I get. I mean they get criticism sometimes for not doing enough squash. I mean, they put Wardlow in squash matches, which I do like, but then it makes the Wardlow mm. look special because he can beat someone in two minutes. Whereas everyone else is kind of having 10 minute matches, like the Punk match, for example, as well. Uh, Lee Moriarty, you know, that one went quite long. And also, I, I know um, sometimes some, I, I think Punk took too long to beat QT, for example, but AEW don't really have anyone on their roster who's like a uh, jobber. Like the well, contracted they few, they stars, get, people like Peter Avalon, but they don't even get on Dynamite. Yeah, but yeah, but yeah, they, they wouldn't get a match with CM Punk. But like you know, on WWE, you have like you've had Finn Balor be a jobber before to Lashley at one point, and like you know, you had even Riddle to Lashley at one point was like just losing in ten seconds. 
AEW don't treat anyone like that. There's no one they would like. Let's say even it's easy to have Allen Five Angels losing five seconds to Daniel Bryan. I don't Daniels. think you should have professional wrestlers losing in in five seconds. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, um, I think they're just doing a good job of making everyone every wrestler seem good. legit. Every wrestler's also, legit. I think they're playing on the storyline with Punk that he can't MJS playing on it that he can't beat people in that time and he should be but because he's a bit older he's struggling to do it and I, I like the fact that do you reckon that Punk's going to beat MJF really quickly just to, to start that story I don't by the way no but nah, nah. he's <laughs> got to lose now can you imagine I think he should have lost the other day to Kingston yes so so I. I think so he I. has to lose yeah. if he doesn't lose this I'll start booing him I'll <laughs> give him the Cody treatment God, yeah um, so yeah so we've mentioned both matches after both of them we had Promo. So back and forth with Danielson and Hangman after the first one, which I don't, I don't have too many. Uh, it was very quick, wasn't it? John Silver ran down, and then... you know, got John Silver next week. Um, but we also got another MJF Punk back and forth. Um, yeah. So during commentary, MJF said uh, that that he thought CM stood for cooking meth. I quite enjoyed that. Um, <laughs> that bit made me laugh. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> the the bit in the promo, which I think kind of made us all. Inhale was where he mentioned uh, MJF mentioned about Punk trying to get in Britt Baker's pants, which was it, yeah, it seems a bit random. An this. interesting line, and we, we've we've discussed this before the pod. And the only thing we can think is it's the it's the callback to um, Punk saying Britt Baker has replaced MJF as a pillar of AEW. That's the only yeah. link, unless there's anything it's backstage. A, it's we a bit know. odd. Um, <laughs> a hilarious line though which he followed up with you look disappointed like Britt Baker would be if you got in her bedroom yeah <laughs> it, this promo was good um, I thought compared to last week though I mean last week we said that it was one of the best promos in years oh, yeah, but they, they can't do that every week can they they no, can't, they I, can't thought, do I thought this yeah but and I mean maybe I they could I don't know why the problem is if you try and do it the next week you know, maybe do something, not bother doing that this week, do something different and not do the promos. But it was still good. But there I was a couple of lines. PG fish. I didn't, I didn't like the, I didn't particularly enjoy the line about him trying to kill CM Punk's dog. I thought that was a bit unnecessary. It yeah. was, but he has also said before that he you said know, some awful things. Yeah, is, I know. He, he talked about um, Brian Pillman Jr.'s dad in hell and stuff, and he he's yeah. done some pretty bad uh, stuff. No, I, know, I know he has. I know, so, I know it's probably not the worst thing he said, but it just. Yeah, sometimes I mean, it relates to the feud, and I just thought, well, what's the dog done? Him out. <laughs> I, I uh, can't wait for him to mention AJ Lee. He hasn't mentioned her yet. I'm surprised. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. They've probably got more in the back pocket than these two. We've, I mean, again, this is going to go on till I don't know when. They've got that winter is coming coming up in a couple of weeks. That's just a dynamite. Uh, you know, like a, I hope they um, wait a little bit longer than that. Actually. Yeah, I, I agree. Dick go on. It feels like a, a huge longer. match, so I think you should leave it for a pay-per-view. Although, I don't know, the next <clears> one's probably a couple of months still away, so they're going to have to really elongate that. But I guess you can probably do... They'll do Punk v Wardlow, won't they, based on what we saw here as well. So Wardlow came out and approached yeah. Punk. So I think you and, can, and Wardlow had a good night. He had a really good squash match as well. He looked yeah, great. That's what I liked about that Wardlow match, because you don't get squash matches on AEW. When you do get someone that Yeah, but that's them, a squash match against an AC Adams. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. So when you get someone that has them, it makes them feel different. And I, I like yeah. the fact they do that with Wardlow. I they've agree. Done it, they, they do it all the time with him. And it wasn't against anyone on the roster either, like you said. Exactly, and no, no one gets hurt by it. Um, someone that did get hurt by their in-ring antics was Darby Allen. Who is absolutely 
insane, by the way. He did two suicide dives. I think he cut his head open on the first one because he had blood on top of his head. Because um, he had, he obviously had bleach blonde hair, so just this big red patch in the middle of it. Um, but his second one, I've seen it since. He just has no regard for his body at all, Darby Allen. He is absolutely insane. He just launches himself. I think, I think in commentary they, they said it was like a bullet out of a gun, and it was. He just goes that fast into someone, and he dived out of the ring like, like his neck down, like anything could happen. It's so easy to get injured doing what he's doing. But my God, does he look good doing it though? It's so effective. But um, God, that guy is, he's, he's worse than Jeff Hardy, I think, in terms of recklessness. I think he's absolutely mad. Um, is there anything else from AEW? Um, I thought the, uh, the women's match as well is worth a mention. Um, Chris Statman, Ruby, yeah. tournament match. The crowd was so into this. Um, the crowd was going mad for this, and more than I thought they would. Um, I thought it was a pretty good match. Um, some good near falls in it. Yeah. Uh, my only slight criticism is a lot of these matches in this tournament seem to have ended with roll-ups. Um, and we had another one here. And the women's matches in it, and we'll get to that later, but uh, women's matches in AEW in general um, seem to be ended by roll-up at the moment. Um, that was my only slight sort of criticism of it. But the match itself was really, really good. Um yeah, that was good. Yeah. No, it was really I loved good. The part during the entrance where Taz was singing Ruby Soho's music. Yeah, I love yeah. mentioning commentators at the moment, but he just started singing it like proper <laughs> yeah. belting it out, and I just thought it was hilarious. I love it when commentators just sort of go off script and just do what they feel is right. It just made me laugh. Um, something that didn't really make me laugh. I think Statlander is an amazing wrestler. She looks great. I just think she. I think her gimmick's a little bit too silly. Like yeah. The alien, the alien from yeah. Alien Town, whatever it is. Um, it's just yeah. a bit too much. No, I completely agree with that. But um, good match. But yeah, and then we've, we're now in the semi-final stage. Um, the only thing I have to mention, I thought Jamie Hayter um, is turning on Baker. I don't know if, obviously, they, like, you know, they didn't really have much, like, uh, back and forth. Them too, but there's, like, a bit, like, animosity back there. And then just right into the promo, um, they she did the DMD thing, and everyone does it apart from Jamie Hayter. She hasn't don't, done that I for don't know while, if you noticed, she? yeah, but I think I think we're getting Jamie Hayter, Britt Baker. I think that could be Britt Baker's next title feud, actually. I think it that could, could be. That could be really good. Um, I really like Jamie Hayter. I think it could be Hater. I think that's what we're lead, leading up to. Yeah, it's got to go there eventually based on the last couple of weeks, particularly noticeable in the last couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah, I think this was a good week for Hater. I kind of noticed her uh, on um, Rampage as well um, and Dynamite. I thought she looked... Again, she, she, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think she even wrestled. I think just like her, her demeanour and stuff was really good. And she, like, I just think she played her part really well. So talking of Britt Baker, I'm not using her in my mark of skid don't think Fisher is so right. I just need to mention the Rampage match yep Riho versus Britt Baker um this would have been a big deal I guess in the early stages of AEW because obviously Riho was AEW champion she was quite a big deal I, I was never too bothered about her uh, not too fast but had a what, what did they call this match 
championship. It's like a, no, it's like a Black no. Friday special match or something, wasn't it? That, or Black Friday deal is, is what it was. If WWE were doing it, and it was a very WWE way yeah. of booking the match. I thought. So if she wins, she gets the title match, uh, which she did beat the AEW Women's Champion with a roll up. Especially if Baker's like not lost for ages, has she? Yeah. Is she? Is this WWE? Is what I put. In my notes, it, it was a very, very lazy well, the, the, the thing WWE is, style. The, the only problem I have with the criticism of this is if WWE wasn't doing this all the time, this wouldn't be that bad. But because it's a, we're, it's a WWE thing that annoys us, the AW have done, but it's the first time they've ever done it. So but I'll counter this that I think it's a it was a relatively weak match. A weak finish, and I don't think Britt Baker's in that good a standpoint at the moment after her match with Conti. I don't think that was that good either. So I think she's sort of following week match after week match, and now she's lost, which is yeah, really, no, in enough. my opinion, losing her credibility, which is a shame because I think the absolute world of her. And there's, um, pro- there's probably not enough um, like momentum behind Riho either to warrant a title match. She's barely been on TV for the last six that, months. That is the issue, but I guess it's not going to be a... a um. I hope they don't disappoint me, but after that, I'm not fussed at all about that match. Um, I'm much more excited about the hater, Jamie Hater, Britt Baker. Or Baker Van der Rosa or whatever we, you know. Oh, 100%. And I think it could be brilliant, and I'll forget all about these bad matches. But at the moment, I know we have to have these times where there's a bit of a a steady sort of flat line, but it's almost a bit too much after such an amazing even when Britt Baker wasn't wrestling she was better than this in my opinion yeah I just had to to mention that I wasn't very happy with that at all yeah no I completely agree um are we ready to go on to skid marks I think so yeah yeah who Um, would like to skid first (laughs) (laughs) yes it come through (laughs) I love it um, I can go first if you want. Yeah, go ahead. Tell oh, us your skid. I think yours is going to be the one we all agree on. But um, so yeah, you can go first. <laughs> all right. So my skid this week follows a similarish theme to last week, where I kind of was upset with the booking of Liv Morgan and how she um didn't look great in a title feud. Um, and this week I think it's it got worse for Tony Storm this week. Um. Just everything from start to finish of her and Charlotte Flair's um, confrontation on SmackDown was a train wreck. From her, she walked out to her music, and her music was playing loud as she was talking. Couldn't hear a word she was saying for the first five seconds of her promo. Like that is again, that's like that's just a rookie. Like that shouldn't happen. You, you like. N- I don't no, think that's a production error, but you know. No, but I think it's I think it's a her error. She, again, you just wait until your music's died down before you start talking. Every other wrestler you see does that. It's that's, that's in my opinion, that's on the wrestler to not to just wait a few seconds. Even if production have overran her music slightly, just just wait. Otherwise, you're not going to be heard. Um, so that didn't go off to a good start. And then she every other line she had, she um stuttered and fumbled over. She's obviously nervous. She like I think. I, I was gonna think... say I was gonna stick up for her because she's barely been on live TV much. And yeah, no, I, I agree. But um, why is she I'm in the top feed with Charlotte Flair if she's not? If she's getting nervous over a, a fairly routine promo, it's not like she's doing anything out of you know out you know off off the record here. It's quite a, 
you know, a cookie cutter promo. It's not, it's nothing special when she's struggling in terms of um, getting her words out. And then it, the, you know, the, the booking of the, the two pies to the face, not just one pie, two yeah, that, pies that to the face. The this that was shocking. So the booking's terrible, but also Tony Storm's acting for the second pie is dreadful. She just like Charlotte Flair leans over, grabs the pie, picks it up, walks towards her, and Tony Storm is just looking straight at her the whole time, not trying to get away from the pie, not trying to like there's no facial movement, there's nothing from her. It's like, you know, if if you're if you're in buddy school doing a Ari, uh, Ari, uh, um, a, 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 a drama lesson, and, and and you've got you've got a, a 14, 15 year old kid. That's how I expect them to act. It is, it's rookie. It's, it's in my opinion, she is in a title feud with the number one women's wrestler, maybe in the world. You know, easy to argue that Charlotte Flair's that good in ring, on promos, everything. Charlotte Flair's the whole package, and she put in a. Two out of ten performance, in my opinion, and I, I agree that the 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 booking of this whole segment was poor, but Tony Storm made it worse than what it was, in my opinion. I um I agree with you totally on the booking. The the pie to the face uh, it's it's a bad idea in the first place. Um, and this is one of those situations I think where the booking's so bad that only the very very top performers could over. I think Sasha Banks would have struggled with this. I think Becky Lynch would have struggled with this. I think it was that bad that whoever you put in this thing, you'd have to have the... And Tony Storm's not on their level promo-wise, and she is more inexperienced. And I don't think Tony did a lot wrong in this segment. It, I just thought it was so badly booked, and she couldn't quite overcome it because maybe she is more inexperienced and hasn't done that many TV promos. She may have been nervous. I don't I have no idea. But Yes, yes. no, I agree. I, I, I think Sasha or Becky would have struggled with this. I think it was that bad a segment. I, I don't think they walk out and talk over their music. I don't think they I, stuck again, to I, their I've lines. seen that happen loads of times, and it's normally the production not bloody cutting the music in time. I, I don't think they stuck to their lines, and I don't think they stand still during that second pie, because not only did Charlotte pick up the pie and walk towards her, she also walked to the other side of the ring first, then she walked back. I don't like, know. Yeah, but again, I don't know. We don't know whether she was told. She is to not. Instru- not. I'm not being funny. She is not instructed to stand still for 15, the, 20 seconds. The problem seconds. with this is it's one of those situations where wrestlers train to wrestle and they do train to cut promos, but they do not train to put pies in people's faces and shit like that. So when they're asked to do something like that, sometimes it, it looks really awkward because they, you know. It's just one of them situations where, again, the, the booking is so bad that they shouldn't have put them in that situation. Um, I wonder if Tony Storm actually was annoyed with that segment. So I bet she was. I'm not going to put anything. Oh yeah, into I'm, it. I'm, I'm sure she was. Yeah. It reminds me a bit of the Charlotte Becky one, where yeah, but yeah. the whole yeah, the booking okay. was so bad that Charlotte and Becky got pissed off a bit and couldn't cover it. And they're. Too, this it reminds is, me this of is that. her moment, though, guys. This is her first ever big title feud. But ever how can it be? On yeah, but if roster. it's her moment and they're telling her, "Oh, go out there and have a pie shoved in your face," then that's not her. Moment. Maybe the, yeah, the idea me, is just to wind her up and belittle her that she comes out and sort of explodes next week. Yeah, but did you hear the um the Dean Ambrose or John Moxley promos after he left WWE, where he said he was given stuff which he hated, but he gave it his all. And he, he really yeah. made because he's Moxie like he's like he's like they give me rubbish stuff, but I'm gonna 
And he's not the only one. You hear this from everyone. You probably hear it from like a Drew Gulak. You probably say they give me rubbish stuff, but I will do everything I can to do it because it's my. Uh, you only get a certain amount of TV time on 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 the show. Tony Storm has had very little TV time. This is her biggest period of TV time in the past year, probably or six months, however long she's been on the main roster. Make the most of it. Do something with it. Make it memorable in a good way. And. Yeah, and maybe maybe she hated the maybe she hated the writing, and she was like, "Fine, I'm just going to stand still. I don't like this. I'm just going to." I don't think she almost did that rebel against it. That, I, think I, would, tried, I, I think she tried, but it wasn't like, very good. No, <laughs> From, I don't think know. she tried. If, if, if that's her trying, then I don't want to see her not trying. Put it that way. <laughs> oh, but that was it's just poor. It was a bad um, segment. Yeah, it was a poor segment and. And poor from Tony Storm, in my opinion. I just think it's unlucky that it was at Thanksgiving because they love to play on stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. they do. They There's do. annoying because that You're table right. was still out there from the, the Thanksgiving leftover match or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah the and they just saw the opportunity. Oh, look, we've got this out here. There definitely wouldn't be two leftover pies. Whose household's got two leftover pies? Whichever house they, they got that leftovers from. But yeah, that's my skid mark. Well, thank you very much for that skid mark. That's all right. Would you like me to skid next? Yep. Yeah, go for it. So my skid mark goes back to SmackDown. I'm not too sure if others will agree with me here, but mine is at the end of the Battle Royal, where I thought Jeff Hardy had won, and I thought, brilliant. This is his chance. I thought Fisher's prediction that he's been going on about for the last few months after yeah. Jeff had had his uh, conversation I still think Mia, it's coming eventually was going to come true <laughs> and he was going to get a title shot and then Sami Zayn happened to have gone through the middle of a rope he was hiding the whole time oh I've never seen this one before comes in lobs Jeff out oh great he's got a, he's got the title shot I think the story don't get me wrong I think the story can go well from here I think Sami Zayn might do very well and I hope Roman absolutely tears him to pieces but I don't like the fact that Jeff, of all people to do it to, Jeff Hardy was given this moment and then just snatched away from him. Um, it's almost like they were trying to wind the fans up. But, yeah, because it was in... It everyone was in, wants that to happen. They, they it, was in North Carolina, it was in North Carolina. WWE always books North Carolina. people to lose in their hometown. That's what WWE do. And North that's why Carolina. I'm going to defend this book in slightly <laughs> just in the fact of... I've been, like you said, I've been advocating for Jeff Hardy to get this title match for ages. So I wanted Jeff Hardy to win the match. But I also do understand why they've held off on it. I would love to have seen Jeff Hardy be Roman. But because Brock's coming back, I think you need someone for Brock now to just destroy. And either they're going to do a triple threat match where it's Brock, Sammy and Roman, or... Sammy's gonna conspiracy theories are gonna continue, and he's not even gonna get the match because Brock's gonna like kill him. And yeah, I don't so think that works so. if it's Jeff Hardy when you're trying to book Brock as a babyface. <clears throat> yeah, so that's that is, my thinking on it. That I am with you there, Fish. I, my prediction here is Sammy Zayn never actually gets a title match. That's my prediction here. Yeah. Sammy Zayn gets he maybe comes out and smack down, opens up the show, celebrates a bit, and is like, oh, it's a bit annoying that my thing got cut off the end of last show. No, I, I, I deserve my moment. This is my moment. Brock comes out, absolutely destroys the living hell out of him. And then that's Sammy gone for a few weeks. And then he comes back in a month and it's like, oh, I was during a title shot. Maybe he gets 
a match said, I, I still think we get to Jeff and Roman before we get to Sammy and Roman, personally. Maybe. That is it my prediction. Me, but I think I, Jeff I finally gets a title shot before Sammy. But... And I think you're right. I think if they had Jeff win, I don't think they could, it would work as well with Brock as a face, like you say. If he destroys Jeff, then he goes back to being a heel, Brock. So I think Sammy's the perfect person. If that's what they're doing, again, this is all, we're all speculating here. Maybe Sammy's only gets a title match and loses normally. But if I'm speculating what I think is going to happen, I, then that for me is a reason why they would do this. The only thing I was surprised about was they did the whole like, and your winner is Jeff Hardy and did the music, whereas usually, usually they don't do that. We saw it before with... Um, Again, I think that was designed to piss the crowd off. Like Santino Morello in a Royal Rumble did it, didn't they? Where we thought he won, then Del Rio come in and, and threw him out because he mm. wasn't eliminated. And But but, it, but they don't play the music usually. Because they, again, the ring announcer can see, the side of the ring can see Sami Zayn stood there. I, I You know, it's just a little... I was, I was just surprised. When Hardy's music played off, oh, wow, they've just forgot about Sami. Because I, I, again, I, you know, you guys know, I, I thought he was... Um, I, I remembered he, he didn't get go out properly, so I knew he was still there. But I thought, oh, they've, they're just going to do a storyline where Sami Zayn's, you know, hard done by once again. That's what I thought they were doing. But, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's my two cents. Thanks yeah. for that. And, and personally, I mean, I, I don't mind seeing Sami Zayn be Roman Reigns if we do get it, or Sami Zayn be Brock Lesnar be Roman Reigns. I think it'll be entertaining, so I'm not complaining too much, but I do still want Jeff to get a match eventually because he, he deserves it. Yeah, I agree. There is my skid mark. Well, my skid mark's probably not going to be anything as passionate as those other two. I don't think it's as big. I mean, it's definitely certainly not the Tony Storm one, which would have been probably my skid mark anyway, Keeney hadn't used it. Um, but I, there was a couple of things I was torn between. Um, the Ridge Holland thing did annoy me a little bit, but I was going to go with Indy Hartwell's booking on NXT, which is kind of... I used to really like Indy Hartwell in a way, and I liked her with Loomis at the start. But the way this has gone now with Loomis not really being on the screen, it's kind of meant that she's in a tag team with Persia Perotta, but it's like she's not in a tag team with Persia Perotta because it doesn't feel like she is. Um, and this week that really sort of came to... I really like, by the way, how Persia's being presented. I think she's looking really strong in the matches, almost like two-on-one handicap match she did last week and she actually looks good but um yeah I'm not really over keen on what they're doing Indy just being distracted every week and I just think if they're not going to continue this Indy Dexter thing after the wedding which feels like they haven't really done a lot with it then it's all a bit pointless I'd rather her just go back to being in a tag team with Persia than whatever they're doing at the moment um with her just losing matches all the time being distracted so I I think they could do this a lot better. I don't like her in the middle of a match being distracted and looking at her hand. It's just so stupid. It's so again, it's it's like AJ Styles being blind on Raw. It's just stupid, like over the topness. I actually didn't mind that. We didn't really get to yeah, it, yeah, actually, yeah. because it was only a one night fit. If it had carried that on for weeks, yeah, like the when the Miz was in the wheelchair. Yeah, like that's it. what it might have been actually. That's what it it would have got triggered silly, in my mind because yeah. he was playing it and then he did it in one night. I didn't really care about it. Um, but yeah, this indie thing. So. She, I don't, I don't like her doing it during a match. Again, Indy Hart, I'm, I say it all the time. She's my, probably my favourite women's wrestler in NXT for a while. I'm really, really into everything she was doing. Um, and I think the first the first week they did this, they had Persia Prada being like, okay, I'll go and do it by myself and I'll win a two-on-one. Great. That makes Persia Prada look good. 
and it gives her like a storyline reason for a handicap match. Cool. And they did that first week. I thought, oh, if, again, they could, they, they could have done that the next couple of times and had Persia Prato keep winning and being like, well, Persia Prato is great. And it could have all worked. But to have Indy Hartwell in, in the match and being distracted by her hand because it reminds her of Dex Loomis's hand, it's just a bit, just a bit stupid. It's, it's just yeah, it's, it's crosses the really line in, in, into too silly for me. This isn't and one where it's the like, way cross that line or really really line wound me up or like worth getting that annoyed over. But it's just a shame that that I really enjoyed the Indian uh, Dexter storyline, but I feel like it's just it's just lost now. Yeah, well, I feel like it's especially if Johnny goes as well, which we were saying earlier might it might happen. Yeah, I don't really know what Dexter Loomis is future because is, you know, I, I quite like the Johnny Dexter um like partnership like you know son-in-law and father-in-law that was quite a funny um like uh partnership they had so if johnny goes then yeah i i don't know what is next for dexter and indy or who knows who knows all right so i think that is it this week we've done our skid marks yep. we have chatted through the week's wrestling we've done predictions we will um we should probably put those online. We haven't done that for the last couple of predictions, but we should probably put our predictions online um, mm. to those that are interested. I'm sure that's everyone. Um, so as always, follow us on Twitter at Recharge Wrestle. Uh, same on Facebook as well. Uh, also follow our parent company, Robot Republic, at Robot Republic underscore. Uh, again, also they, they have other podcasts as well, but this is the best one. So this is the one you want to listen to. Um, also, exactly. We also um, breaking recharge wrestling news. We have um, our own writer now who writes uh, reviews after Raw and SmackDown uh, at the moment. We, you know, maybe in the future we'll, we'll kind of venture into AEW NXT. But at the moment, we just have Raw and SmackDown. Um, his name is the Big Tizzle, or well, Tyler is his name, but the Big Tizzle is, is what we call him. Um, Shout so, out to Tizzle. Yeah, exactly. So check out um, his articles. They're on the Robot Republic website, www.robot-republic.com, um, and, and then go on to news and you'll see the wrestling um, section on there and check them out. I mean, we, 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 we will tweet them as well because it's, it's quite interesting. Again, to, to get kind of a rundown of showing a different perspective um, to us three as well, um, this is quite an interesting thing. And um, just you know, there's, there's there's more to come for us as well. We kind of we've got a lot of stuff in the works in terms of um, specials, maybe some YouTube content in the future. We, we've got we've got a lot of ideas. Um, so so just kind of watch this space for that coming up. Yeah, we've got plenty of ideas for new content. Exactly. Tell there's your friends. So much to do. Yeah, exactly. Get yeah, exactly. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your pets, tell your loved ones, tell them all to tell your pets. Listen to Recharge Wrestling. I think it'd be good actually, whilst you know, whilst you whilst you leave your dogs at home for a while. Tell CM put us, put us on in the background. <laughs> Listen to my soothing tones. We don't, we don't want to end the pod. The dog is going to sleep, and then suddenly you get war games. <laughs> <laughs> dog, the dog jumps start, out the window. Barking, yeah. <laughs> Maybe don't let them listen to this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah Stop you, from episode one. You've got to start from the start, haven't you? Episode one. Um, so yeah, we will see you next week, guys. Um, have a good week and charge yourself up ready for next week. Goodbye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.